In this episode, I talk about Thanksgiving week, being thankful and grateful, and what is going on right now. So, it's December 4th at 9.15 in the morning. I'm still under the covers, because when I first woke up, it was 19 degrees. Yes, you heard that right. 19 degrees. It's just now hitting 30-something. And I have to get up. We have to go get water, get some pet food, and a little bit more shopping. But I don't want to move right now because I'm somewhat warm under the blankets. Boyd has finally gotten out from underneath the blankets and he is laying on my hip. The only bad thing about that is my bed is a wooden frame. No mattress. Just the blankets that I have underneath me and the blankets on top. And if you've ever just laid on a wooden board with maybe a few inches of blanket, your hip hurts. The other thing is, a number of years ago, I hurt my knee. Well, when it gets cold, my knee hurts. The other thing is, when you're cold, you tend to roll in a ball. That is not conducive for a knee that just nobody was ever able to deduce what was wrong with it. Um, According to a lot of the doctors, it's all in my head. Which, okay, fine. It's in my head, so... That means I can tell my knee, stop hurting, and it will stop. Well, that's not how it works. Um, I know there's some nerve damage because you rub on one spot on the kneecap and you can feel it down your shin bone. It's really weird. So, that's my morning so far. Now, as I said, I was talking about Thanksgiving week, which, eh, it was okay. Um... The temperature started dropping. And like I said, I live in the desert. And for whatever reason, seems the wind picks up a little more during the winter time. Which it has done. It, it's been blowing off and on all year. But it seems to be a constant steady right now. Um, yeah, even right now it's blowing. So you add the wind into the cold and passenger vehicle is not insulated as I've said before so then you have that breeze (laughs) um but uh I was kind of surprised my dad called on Thanksgiving um what's really surprised me was he and his second wife flew to Oklahoma to have Thanksgiving with her family. It kind of pisses me off, but he is a grown man. He's 85 years old. You would think he'd know better. and But then he thinks, like a lot of people, this is ridiculous and 
how dare China drop this on us and all, you know, the conspiracy theories that have been sprouted by the orange thing. Anyways, which of course tells you how I feel. But I am grateful that he is happy and he is healthy at this point. Um, I'm grateful that for Thanksgiving we actually had some kind of food. Um, our Thanksgiving dinner consisted of corned beef hash, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and green beans. Wasn't a lot, but it was warm. And it was with my created family. We call ourselves a tribe. So, at least I didn't eat alone. And I had hot food. Um, I know a lot of people don't. Didn't. They didn't have anything like that. So. Um, I didn't go anywhere on Black Friday. Um, I never have. Unless I was working. I, I don't really believe in Black Friday. Um, Small Business Friday gave me a few sales. Um, which was nice. Um, Sunday I made sure I had some sewing finished so I could post on Monday. And then Monday, which was Cyber Monday, I had a couple extra sales, which was wonderful. And AutoZone had a coupon for Cyber Monday. Now, this is where I'm really thankful for applications. Um, on my computer, I have the Honey app on the Chrome ex as an extension. Well, as we all know, I've been having the, the saga of the fuel pump. I found a fuel pump to fit. It was supposed to be $350. Okay. Honey found me enough coupons to bring it down to $250. Okay. Not bad. So now Cyber Monday comes and I get an email from AutoZone giving me a code for 25%. I go add that in. It brought it down to $145 because I'm also got the AutoZone rewards card, which gave me some extra points of some sort. I'm not even sure how that worked. I had in my account from my sales $165. That was after the shipping costs and everything. So before I even ordered it, I went to the post office, mailed off everything I had to, made sure I still had enough money. The fuel pump is ordered. Now, it was supposed to arrive yesterday, but according to the site, um, the tracking number hasn't been generated. So, But they made, gave me an estimated uh, delivery date of the 7th. So, if it's at the post office now, great. If not, I'm not worried about it. All I know is it's or it's paid for and ordered. 
I have a fuel pump on the way. Yay. So I am exceedingly grateful for my customers. Um, I'm exceedingly grateful for Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. Those two things helped me get this pump. Um, so there is that. So this is the last month of the year. Yay, Jumanji is, al Jumanji is almost done. So, um, but my goal for this month is to sell 155 stuffed ferrets. And right now on Facebook, I have a set of 14 listed on my uh, Fabulous Ferrets, Fabulous Finds Auction House site. And it is of Rudolph, Eight Reindeer, Santa Ferret with Sleigh, an Adrenal Angel, and three elves of color. Um, they're the only reindeer I'm making this year along with uh, Santa. And like I said, this is an entire set, which is a total of 14. And they're up for bid right now. Whether or not they get any bids is to see be seen. Because my starting bidding price is $250. Um, my goal for them is to actually... Uh, surpass what the what they're worth which is three hundred and twenty five dollars and I'm giving a fifteen percent donation from the sale of them and depending on some other issues it's either half price shipping for the US or full uh free shipping for the US. Yes this is a plug for my business but there's another reason for this. I have, uh, like I said, I am grateful for the sale of ferrets, my stuffed ferrets, because that's what bought the fuel pump. Um, what I didn't say earlier was they were a specific style of ferret um, called Krampus, Krampus. And Krampus may become my annual go-to. Uh, last year, he, I sold a number of Krampus to help at the time. The thought was uh, pay for Marilyn's surgery. Um, Marilyn was my last ferret. And she had was called a mast cell tumor on her ear. Been there for two years. Was fine. And then at the end of October of last year, it just started growing aggressively. Um, had a friend who had a, who has a vet friend. Oh, like I said, I live in California. Ferrets are illegal in fer uh, California, which makes it very hard to find a vet. And I'm considered homeless, so that makes it even harder. Um, the vet was willing to do the surgery and 
basically do the aftercare of keeping her so I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, dirt and dust and where she was going to stay and all that. Um, so at Thanksgiving last year, we were my friends, and that's when my friend found his property. But uh, she got to see Marilyn firsthand. And at the same time that the mast cell tumor was taking over her ear, um, we couldn't decide if it had gone down through her ear canal and was wrapping around her throat. Um, three days before Marilyn's surgery was planned, she actually passed away on her own terms, um, which was Marilyn. She was seven years old. Um, because it was cold, she was able, I was able to hold on, you know, she was able to have her necropsy, which is an autopsy for pets. Um, she probably wouldn't have made it through the surgery. It was that aggressive, and she had sepsis on top of it. So, anyways, uh, Krampus actually paid for her cremation. And I was supposed to go pick her up. And then, of course, COVID hit. So I have, And then the fuel pump. So I haven't been back to my friend who graciously picked her up and is, has her with her ferrets that have been cremated. So I know she's safe. Um, so this month has been hard. I've been waking up with crusty eyes, which means I've been crying in my sleep. Um, and it'll probably be depending on what happens with COVID because California is basically going to be shutting down again. Unless people start really doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is wearing their masks properly so they don't have basically dick mask with their nose hanging out, um, or chin surfing as a lot of people call it, or just blatantly calling it a hoax and they don't care um I do care like I said my dad's 85 years old um whether he says he wears his masks when he's out I don't know um he tends to follow the rules even though he might not agree with them um my friend who owns the property was diagnosed basically with a life-threatening disease in May or January. Um, basically, stress could kill him, and he stresses that stress could kill him. Um, so going out and, you know, getting COVID would not be conducive for any of us. Um, so, yeah, I do wear my mask correctly and religiously when I'm out. I might not do it in the vehicle, but um, I do, once we get to where we're going, um, I do use hand sanitizer before I even put my mask on. Then I use the hand, I have a hand sanitizer attached to my keychain, and I don't touch my face till after I have hand sanitizer put on. And then take off my mask and sanitize again. Um, 
just, I'm sorry. I don't have insurance. Thank you. Whatever. It's too expensive. Um, and right now, until I get my ID changed over to California, I can't even apply for California help. So, but uh, that's the other thing I'm thankful for is we found a way for a, for me to get ID because most places want a physical address. Um, most homeless shelters, we have to call the couple that are here and see if they'll do it, allow you to use their address. If they do allow to use your address here, then that'll make it easier for me to get driver's license changed over. Um, but again, my appointment for any of that isn't, I can't even do any of that until the end of December. And if California shuts down again, who's to say I'm not going to get pushed until July? So that should be interesting. Um, I don't know that I ever talked about it, but, uh, our, my friend's cat dude somehow got out and he was gone. I mean, he was, we didn't even know he'd been gone for, cause he tends to hide out and you don't know he's there for a couple of days. And we realized we hadn't seen him. So we don't know how long he'd been out. And we do sort of have neighbors. They come and go. They have, a, they have greenhouses on their property. And we asked about him being down there. And they hadn't seen him. Well, because my friend uh, C has made friends with them. And the fuel pump. And he had a VA appointment. He asked if he could borrow a vehicle. Which they said yes. So took him to the VA appointment. Got back. And. One of the. People down there. Their girlfriend. Said they had seen the cat three days prior. So we went. Looking for him. And he was playing. I'm feral. Took me three hours. But he is now home. He lost a little bit of weight. But. He, he seems to be good. So I have a feeling he was probably hanging out down at the farm. Enjoying their water. Their dog's food. And whatever they're growing in the greenhouses. So he's kind of annoyed with us. Because we are making sure that we know where he's at at all times. Um, but we are exceedingly grateful that he came back. Which was weighing big on uh, my friend's mind. So that relaxed him a little bit. Now, if you don't understand veterans that are retired, disabled, whatever, they get, well, even in the, when they're still soldiers, um, they get paid once a month. So at the beginning of the month, he got paid and paying on different bills. But the one thing he wanted to do was to get stuff washed which meant I got my laundry done as well now like I said this morning it was 19 degrees um, I am lucky in the fact that I have 
some clothing that I really like for winter. Uh, and last year's purchase in March or January after the holidays when things are cheap at Walmart, uh, we all got fleece-lined leggings, thankfully. Um, those seem to be the winter pants for, or the, the winter pajama pants. Now, two years before, when we were at Walmart, right after Christmas, all the ugly sweaters were on sale. And there was a sweater, and on it was a llama. Well, at the time, if you haven't seen the YouTube, you need to look up Carl the Llama. Or Llama's Wearing Hats. That's the name of the, the show. Um, we have a sixth sense of humor, so you'll have to understand that if you watch Llamas and Hats. But, so, anyways, the sweater was $2, so I bought it. Now, I am a large person because my chest is 44 triple Ds. Or 40 triple Ds, excuse me. Um, my mother was the 44. Thankfully, I'm not that large. Um, but this is, like, huge on me. And the joke is it's called Drama Llama. Because it tends to choke me at times. But because it is so large, I can have a number of layers under underneath it. And it is exceedingly warm. Well, Drama Llama was dirty, so we went to Palmdale to go to the Sam's Club there. And unfortunately, Sam's Club Scan and Go there does not seem to work for whatever reason, which can be very annoying because the Scan and Go is a really nice part of the app. Meaning you can scan everything as you're going, pay for it, and hit the door and get out. Which means less stress. Yay. Um, and you can see how much you're spending before you get to the register if it comes down to that. Which it did. But we went to the laundromat. And it's called Susie's. And it is one of the cleanest laundromats that either one of us have ever been in. And the gal was, the attendant was just awesome. She was cleaning the entire time we were there. Um, they have a drop-off service, which we probably will use at some point. And unlike most laundromats, they allow you to do animal blankets. Um, mainly, I think, because they're next to a tack shop. So they probably know they get horse blankets. Uh, the only rule is you have to take bleach wipes to the washer. and which Or bleach, you know, which is not a problem since I carry bleach wipes anyways. Um, so that was awesome to find a little, a small laundromat that was that nice. Um, the drop and fold. The drop-off service is open from 8 to 10, or 8 to 3. And the laundry mat 
is open from 7 to 10 at night. So that's awesome. Like I said, it is small, but it works well. Um, so he was able to do all his laundry, which was because he is a neat freak. He's OCD and a couple other things. Um, he separates his clothes by winter and summer. Me, I have year-round clothing with a couple more extras during the winter. One being Drama Llama. Um, but, yeah, I have, like, four layers on with Drama, plus my hat, which tends to keep, you know, the heat in. Um, depending on the night, I do start out with socks on my feet, but I'm a person that cannot seem to make it through the night with socks still on. Um, I don't know if it's because my feet sweat, they just get too hot. Or I just don't like my feet feeling like they're bound. Um, like I said, a lot of times my recordings I have planned out. I'm doing them before Friday. Um, this is the first recording, first podcast of December. So there is that. Um not real sure what else to talk about right at the moment. Oh, and if you haven't been watching The Mandalorian, you need to. Yes, I do watch it. I watch it on my phone. Uh, and I can keep my phone charged through my vehicle. Or if I'm lucky and being able to charge the Yeti, I can charge off of that a couple times. But the Yeti, I've been trying to keep charged up so I can do sewing. And again, I'm trying to do, make 155 ferrets to be sold during the month of December. So I can actually reach my target goal of selling $5,000 worth of stuff. Um, I do have some listings on Kofi. I have some listings occasionally on my Twitter account. And definitely have uh, listings on Facebook. Uh, I have one site, auction site, called Ferret Fabulous Finds Auction Site that I use. We support ferret shelters, um, usually all around the world. Uh, our auctions go for two weeks. And most artists do 10% of their sales. Some do more. And like I said, the... The one that I have listed right now, I'm doing a 15% donation of. Um, then there's the Creative Crafts Corner Market. And I have a couple things listed there. Um, I will put photos of the, uh, the ones that I have listed on the set that I have listed on Fabulous Finds Auction House. I don't know how the video will go up. Um, I think I have to do it through YouTube first, which can be a pain in the butt. Um, so, yeah. And this month, the cards that I'll be using is the Seven, seven Energies card um, from Colette Blair and Reed. Uh, she just 
surpassed 50,000 people on our YouTube channel, um, which is just awesome. And I'm hoping as my Christmas gift to myself to buy her journal that goes with the Seven Energies cards. Uh, as always, the cards will be posted on Kofi and Patreon page, so you can see what they are. Um, so there is that. And if you go to my Kofi page, you can buy some things for Christmas, as long as they're bought before, I think, the 15th. I can get them there for Christmas. I'll have to look and see what, what the post office is saying now. Because unless they're expressed, they're not guaranteeing even the priority shipping right now. Which sucks. I mean, I'm paying $9 per package. I should have a guarantee that they'll be there within, you know, the two to three days that stated that the priority packaging is. So as always... I asked the question, what does my audience and I need to know for the coming week for our highest good? And like I said a little bit ago, I'm using the Oracle of the Seventh Energies, which means these are broken down into seven energy categories, and each one has a corresponding thing. So the card I pulled was card number four, which is part of energy one, and it's part of earth, and Concepts are money, family, inherited traits, survival, primitive instincts, security, stability, and the material world. That's for the whole grouping of energy one. And the card we got was great and full, which is a chalice with uh, liquid splashing out. And as always, I will take a picture and put it on my Patreon and my Copay page. The key concepts are, hold on here a moment, thank you Boyd, yeah my cat just decided to jump through everything, so the key concepts, the mindful practice of, practice of gratitude, knowing that you are enough, committing to your intentions, a sense of sufficiency, and letting go of attachment to form, and then this is the reading. And as always, I do read from the book. Before you can begin to understand the process of manifesting, manifesting your desires, you need to practice deep gratitude and the willingness to share that with others. This is the true nature of prosperity. It is not about the things you accumulate at all. It's about how you feel. You're invited to surrender to an important truth. There's always enough for you. There's enough time to do the things you need and desire to do. Enough opportunities to express your talents and connect to your purpose. And enough magic circulating through the invisible world into the visible. Begin your day immersed in gratitude for everything you have and everything you can't yet see. The un unmanifest, which begins with every breath you take, know that you are enough. And all your needs are being fulfilled, even if you doubt this in some moments. No one's success can make you feel small, and comparing yourself to others never works. Your life is brimming with unique potential. Focus on that. 
When you hold this feeling of gratitude, it acts as a magical opening open sesame to the floodgates of abundance. Couple that with a playful sense of detachment and you'll find that miracles that miracles have an uncanny way of showing up in your life. Your intentions burst forth into into reality with little effort on your part. There is hope brimming with potentiality. It's okay that you don't always trust us. You're not alone in holding the candle high for transformation. Right now, contemplate how being in the energy of enough makes you feel. Eventually, you will have no attachments to what you do or do not manifest in the material world. What you do or do not have, then like magic, you'll have more than enough. What a fascinating universe we live in. So sounds kind of like Yoda. Do try or, you know, try or do not try. Try or do not. I'm not even sure how that goes anymore. That's pretty bad. So do or do not have. So that is our card for the week. Great and full. And yeah. So that's the end of this episode. Um, kind of strange that I've done 14 episodes since uh, September, but that's kind of nice. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the card. Any ideas that you have for me to, you know, do the podcast on. Uh, what you'd like to hear me talk about. You know, other than the fact that I live in my vehicle in the middle of the Mojave Desert in the Cal- in Southern California during a pandemic. Um, who you might like to hear talk with me. I, I can always try and have a conversation with other people. I don't know how that would work real well, but I could try. Um... Or, you know, what, what what are your thoughts, like I said, on the card? For um, your thoughts, period. Even if they're just kind of rambling thoughts, it'd be nice to hear other people's voices besides the two that are here. Um, I mean, I read all the comments on Facebook um, or on Twitter, but sometimes hearing a voice is kind of nice. And you can leave me a voicemail message on the Anchor app which I think is a unique feature. Um, I like the fact that I'm getting people from all over the world. I've added Germany and Russia now. Um, but yeah. And if you follow me on Twitter and you see the link to this and you want to make a comment, you can do that in my DMs. Um, I think I have the link posted in my Instagram, but I'm not sure. And then again, you can leave me a message there. You can always uh, message me on Facebook or comment on the link provided there. Uh, and if anything else, please share the link any, uh, so I can get more followers. Uh, I do have an ad in this so I can make a little bit more money through Anchor. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like a penny a click or something. But it's all, it all adds up. And it all helps pay for keeping Ruby running and going towards my my final goal of getting a house. So, thank you. Thank you for listening and see you next week.